Hello, everyone. Welcome back to the South Side Agenda podcast with Charlie and Zidane. And the season now is officially over. Last episode was about two weeks ago. Took a little bit of a break after, you know, our disappointing loss to the Astros in that series. But now we're back. Hopefully, we're going to keep on doing the uh, every week episode. That's what we plan to do for the offseason, getting creative with new ideas. But we don't have to get creative now because we have a bunch of stuff that we did at the start of the year that we now have to look back at. So, Zidane, what do we got? Obviously, Charlie, season is over. We got to review some stuff. Division review. Also got to talk about the postseason World Series. I mean, we haven't even talked about the postseason ever since the White Sox got eliminated. And then, Charlie, White Sox have already made a few roster moves. Going to talk about them. How does it affect the team? What are they going to do with it? That's it. Charlie, you want to start us off? Yeah, so talking about the players that were, you know, the big, the big players. Let's 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 start off with that. We picked up Kimbrel's option. Now it obviously doesn't mean that we are going to keep him, but it could mean that he could he could be in a deal for us that could get that could get us some decent maybe prospects, decent players that could start in twenty twenty two. So that's an interesting move. And then Cesar Hernandez, we did not pick up his option because he sucked for the second half of the season. And that's one player that I'm really disappointed in. But we're going to go more in depth in probably the next episode about, you know, more players, you know, giving them grades for the season, uh, talking about, you know, we'll have a just a full White Sox episode for the next episode, you know, talking about maybe an off-season plan, you know, and, um, you know, talking about everything White Sox. But this episode is going to be more about just around the league. But, yeah, I mean, what do you, what's it, what do you, what do you think, Sal? Well, just to talk about Cesar, one, you know, other than his defense, which was definitely an upgrade over Madrigal's, he sucked. Like, there's one week where we faced the Cubs and he homered there and he had, he played kind of well. Garbage. I mean, by, by the postseason, he wasn't even in the lineup. That's not what you expect from a trade deadline acquisition. He didn't show the power. He didn't show contact. He didn't show hitting at all. So, obviously, we don't want him. Charlie, it'll be interesting to see what happens with the shortstop market. Obviously, we want Marcus Simeon. We would very dearly much like Marcus Simeon. Who knows? Maybe the Blue Jays resign him. Maybe they resign Robbie Ray. You don't know. But maybe even take a Trevor Story. And, you know, there was a lot of rumors at the trade deadline about us taking Story, moving him in a second, or moving Anderson a second, kind of having that middle infield duo. Who knows? Maybe we do that. But I think that's a little more costly. So, Obviously, Charlie, I think we'll be targeting Marcus Simeon. And then with Kimbrell, this is this in no way, absolutely not. White Sox are not keeping Craig Kimbrell. Just because they exercise the option, they're not keeping him. As I mean, I don't know when it talked about it, about the end of the season, but everyone's like, all right, pick up the option, trade him. So now, honestly, Troy, I still think Craig Kimbrell is a valuable piece. And I think teams still see that. As long as you need a closer, ninth inning. In the action Craig Crumble got in the ninth inning this year, he was amazing. Just he was always in the eighth for us, so he sucked. But having him in the ninth, I mean, the one that sticks out to me that's definitely going to be looking for a closer is the Phillies. You know, the vision's a little weaker. They're always in the top competition in that easy, comp- competitive, competitive, ooh, competitive NL East. They have 
They try for so many years. Phillies have had a terrible bullpen. Trey Trimble as a closer, that's a nice option. But um, other than that, you know, we're looking at a Craig Trimble trade. Cesar just, you know, go away. Like, get off this team. We don't want you. Like, you're like Adam Eden. Like, bye-bye. Out. And I guess I think there were little smaller moves where we outrided some guys to AAA. Yeah. Uh, Jimmy Biceps. Uh, Evan Marshall, Jace Fry, Brian Goodwin, and we purchased the contract of Anderson Severino from Charlotte. Um, and yeah, so Cordero, Fry, Goodwin, and Marshall will become uh, free agents. Uh, I mean, Brian Goodwin was fun. He he was a nice addition. I liked him. I in his first game, he was like a study at like a triple home run in Comerica against the Tigers. He had some fun moments. I mean, recently I've been watching like just baseball months recap, like September recap, August recap, just because I'm already missing it. And, you know, they had that Brian Goodwin walk-off home run where the bat just leaves the screen. Love that. He played pretty well for us. You know, he was, he was all right. But you don't really need him anymore. So, bye. And then, you know, the rest of them, they can just, like, I don't want Evan Marshall, really. And I don't I don't know how many Jace Fry super fans exist, if they exist, but, um, yeah, no one cares. Just go. Like, okay. Jimmy Cordero, think... though? Come on. Jimmy Biceps? That, he was a fun player in 2020. Renteria's go-to guy that he always pitched. He did always pitch, you know, in 2020. But I don't know. You got a deeper bullpen now. With Raylo coming through, you got Kopech, Bummer, Hendricks, Foster. If he fixes his – I don't know what's wrong with him. Jose Ruiz, Ryan Burr started to play better. You know – I don't think it's really necessary for a guy like Jimmy Cordero also coming off of Tommy John. So I can understand why they let him go. Yeah. And I, and Kopech's going to move to the starting rotation. Rickon said on Friday, I think that was the press conference of Fisher. So that's going to be, that's going to be really interesting and fun to watch him. But the Braves, Zidane. Wow. Like this playoffs was fun. They were really, really fun. I loved, I loved the ending. Braves Astros a good series and Braves came out on top after a fun playoffs and listen I enjoyed it I really did apart from us losing I I thought that this whole month of baseball was just special the I think the main thing is there are so many likable teams every team except the Astros were they're likable that the Yankees weren't in it I mean wild card who cares I don't I don't see the wild card as anything as anything crazy. Red Sox, I know they're East Coast teams. Some people don't like, you know, Red Sox, Yankees. They don't really like them. But I think I really like the Red Sox. You can't hate the Rays. You can't hate the Brewers. You can't hate the Braves. I mean, am I missing? The Dodgers, I mean, I don't think anyone hates them. If they do, it's probably because they're just good. The Giants, I mean, you couldn't hate them. Surprising that they went out that early. But, like, come on. Like, I feel like every team was super-duper likable. Because, like, you always, you sometimes got like the Yankees that going into deep playoff runs, the Astros, obviously. I'm trying to think, like, what are teams that people don't like that are that have been in the playoffs? Like, who likes the Cleveland Indians and Cleveland Guardians now, actually, because we're in, we're technically into the new season. Uh, so that'll be cool to see how they change their logo and everything. Um, but I'm going through the standings. Like, come on, like Cardinals. Like, lots of people don't really like the Cardinals. Some people don't like the Cubs. 
I mean, and then and then there's some other teams, but really, you kind of knew what you what to expect coming into the the playoffs, but not knew what to expect of who what who were who was going to win, but you knew who was going to come out, you know, in those contenders in the American League. The National League it didn't pan out that way at all, so that that was really interesting. I I felt like the the Astros and the Rays were always you know going to be there. But the Red Sox, people knew that they were a really, really good team. And the Astros, I feel like everyone hated them, but everybody knows that they're good. And at least now everybody should know that they're good because, come on, if, if you, I've been saying this all year. Like, I, I don't really – the cheating, I, of course, it's annoying and it's, it's bad and wrong, but they were never bad. They were never an overrated team at all. They were never overrated. They were always good and they were always – top three in the league, honestly. I mean, come on, is that – how many straight championship series was that? Like five. Yeah, it's, it's, it's insane. It's I saw a stat, and I, I don't remember the exact number, but yeah, come on, they're, they're, not, they're not overrated at all. But where are we going with this? National League, yeah. I feel like the Brewers kind of disappointed. I really like the Brewers because, I mean, I like their bullpen and their pitching is cool, but, like, they got Rowdy Telez and, like, they, they – Acquired Willie Adamas. It's a fun. It's a fun team, and Milwaukee's kind of a smaller market. Obviously, we don't like the other team in Milwaukee, but um, you know, the Brewers. The Brewers will do. I never really hated on the Brewers. The stadium's all right though. I don't really love it, but yeah. And then the Braves, man. Like that's one team that was really. They got hot, I guess, in a couple weeks into the a couple weeks before the end, but they weren't like super super hot going into the end of the season, and. Because the Mets started to fall, like kind of, kind of earlier than people expected them to. Yeah. But man, the Braves were a really fun team. Just sit down, talk about the Braves, and just how you thought about their playoff run. I mean, Charlie, how can you just like not root for them? Because they lost Mike Soroka early on. I mean, he never even pitched this year, and then they lost Ronald Cunha, who was having an amazing season. So they went out the trade deadline, and they did what you're supposed to do. They acquired outfield. They didn't go for, like, one stud. They went Adam Duvall, bring him back. They went Jack Peterson. They went Jorge Soler. They went Eddie Rosario. And guess what? All four of those guys produced those po- this postseason. I mean, Jorge Soler, World Series MVP, super important home runs in each of the one games. He was a stud. Eddie Rosario kind of cooled down in the World Series, still was pretty good. But NLCS, NLDS, Eddie Rosario was a stud for them. I, he won NLCS MVP. Adam Duvall came up with some big hits. Jock Tober. They went out and they got these guys who had been in the postseason or who they thought were producing, and they just made the right moves in the trade deadline, and it just restarted this team. Even after losing some guys, you had just – this was a good Braves team, but I just don't think anyone expected this from them. And, I mean, you got to talk about that bullpen, Charlie, because this might be the most important part. If this bullpen wasn't that good, I don't know if the Rays win anything because Tyler Matson, oh, my God, he went crazy. Will Smith, six for six for save opportunities in the postseason. Luke Jackson, all pitched very well, helped the Rays win. And, I mean, you got to credit them. They shut down this Astros team that I thought if they played well, Astros could have swept them. Because this is this was a stacked team, but you saw Jordan Alvarez. He didn't do anything. They shut down these guys. They played a great series. 
And, man, they won. First time since 1995. Great by them, you know. Surely, I would have to look back at it where I put them. But I don't know if I even had them advancing past the Brewers. I, I for one, definitely thought the Brewers would maybe go to World Series or, like, at least advance past the Braves. But for them to lose to the Braves and then, surely, I think it's just they got hot at the right time. They have guys producing at the right time. Like, everyone in their lineup, other than, like, Ozzy Albies, you got kind of cold, produced. And that's how you win a World Series. It's it's the only thing. They weren't even super hot going into the playoffs. It's just game one. You turn on a switch, and then that it just shows what what that can do for a team. And I just wish Hank Aaron was alive to see this, because this team, man, it is – like, is it on? If you want to win a World Series – and you have some injuries, you need to do what the Braves did. Everybody does that, but nobody does. Nobody, I have not seen a team hit on all of their acquisitions like the Braves did. Like every one of them hit, and every one of them played important roles this, this postseason. Now, if ours hit, you know, Cesar, right? I mean, some bullpen arms, Craig Kimball, Ryan, Ryan DePere did hit. I really like it. Craig Kimbrell, not, not definitely not, but you you have to have these guys produce, and we didn't really go out like the Braves did and, and acquire some good players, but these guys weren't top of the line players. I mean, I I like Duval. I was looking at Duval, Jorge Soler. I mean, he's just really really cold, but when he gets hot, he's hot, and he, he I mean, dude, he's probably the strongest player in baseball. He might be the strongest hitter in baseball. It's what, and it's not even reactionary. Like this guy's been doing it for years. That that home run out of out of, out of uh, Minute Maid, man. I I just I was just left speechless. Like he looked at it, he looked at his dugout, and he was like, "Let's go." And a day later, they win the World Series. Was that was that the clincher? Yeah, that, that was the, the clincher. Game. Yeah, that was the clincher. Yeah, like you said, Zidane Tyler Masek. Funny video if you guys didn't see this. Ty, Zidane's already laughing. So and by the way, Atlanta, you guys suck. This parade was absolutely terrible. Not even the fans, but like the person who, the, whoever the person that was driving that parade bus, please kick him out of whatever job he had. Because this guy along the streets of Atlanta was going like 40 miles an hour past all the fans. Like that never happens. You got to take it slow. You have to go like five miles an hour, you know, take it slow, let all the fans see the players. But they did not do that. He, they were, the car was just zooming. And Tyler Matzek, he was walking behind uh, the bus, right? And the cop, the cops put him in handcuffs because he thought he was a fan jumping in and trying to go see the players. And he had a Matzek jersey on. And it's like, come on, who really bought him a Tyler Matzek jersey, right? Do so, they sell them? I, I don't think so. You they know should how MLB.com works like that. Exactly. They shouldn't know. And you got, and you, the cops were like, all right, we're definitely arresting this guy. And he's like, dude, I'm Tyler Matzek. Like, I'm on the Braves. I, I'm supposed to be there, but I'm just walking. And that, that was a funny video. But I think that's it for the playoffs. I mean, it's it was fun. It's just I wish our team could have done that. And it's depressing when you see Freddie Freeman. Uh, I mean, it's not depressing when you see Freddie Freeman win a championship because that's awesome. But I just wish that was Jose Abreu at first catching that baseball from um, from Tim Anderson because, oh, my God, that, that, would, that would be special. I'm smiling right now. But always next year. But one of my favorite moments from the offseason last year was planning for 
the division prediction episode because I knew at the end of the season that we would be doing this and it would be super duper fun. It's also going to be super duper long because I remember I was in my room planning for this. And then when we actually did the episode, it was like an hour and 25 minutes. And at the end, I was like sweating. Like, I don't know why. It was super hot in my room and we're talking in depth, having good conversations. And I'm expecting to do that right now. So um, let's start it off with the AL East. We both had the same team in fifth place. It was the Baltimore Orioles. Kind of give us a recap on what you put down for your notes at the start of the season and how it pans out today. Do that for everybody. Uh, well, Charlie, it's, it's three notes. Adley Rutschman, question mark. Basically, he's really good. He's been balling in the minors this year. Two, Mancini was good coming back from colon cancer. Good. Then three, they suck. Uh, I, I think, it's, you know, there's one dude who's missing from my description, but he's the only dude who didn't suck. I guess Ryan Nacos was good. That doesn't matter. Cedric Mullins. First 30 for 30 season in Orioles history, which at first I was like, they don't have a 30 for 30 season, but I guess not. First dude to do it, played great defense, obviously stole bags and hit bombs. Great player, looks to be there for the future. Great building piece for a still rebuilding team. You know, Adley might even, who knows, Charlie, we might see Adley in the majors as early as next year. Ryan Mountcastle, he broke their rookie home run record. Trey Mancini, good veteran. John Means, but they still have a lot of building to do. They still suck. Now, my number 14, Troy, was an interesting one. Now, I'm going to go for you for the Orioles just to see what you thought. I'm guessing it was pretty similar, but then I had to talk about my fourth. Yeah, this this division is tough. I mean, it was tough this whole year. It was flip-floppy, and it was – I was – in my mind, I had them all flip-floppy during my planning for this because I was like, who do I put where? Do I – I have to include a hot take in this division because you know something crazy is going to happen because it's the AL East. But obviously, nothing crazy about the fifth-place team. And I, I did have Ryan Mountcastle in my notes. I was like, all right, him and Adley could come up um, as good young players. Obviously, Ryan was up, and Adley, you know, stayed down. But, man, Ryan Mountcastle had a really, really good season. Shouts for Rookie of the Year, man. And I was just like, man, they're pitching. It, it, it's nothing. And when the White Sox were over there, I went over to Baltimore to, for that series. And the vibes of that stadium, they're still not really that bad. I mean, Orioles fans are pretty cool. But the stadium is really nice. It's cool. The setting is cool. The city's cool. The food was pretty good, but that's all I got to say. Nothing about their baseball team surprised me. Zidane, what was your fourth place team? It was the Tampa Bay Rays, Charlie. It was the Tampa Bay Rays, and uh, I may have gotten this one wrong. You know, it's just because the Rays don't work in our minds. You know, you look at that lineup, you're like, it's not that good. Brandon Lau was good. Randy Rosarino was good, but like, it's not stud studs. I mean, they had some good players, but then you look at the pitching. It's like, I know none of these guys. I know Tyler Glasnow, Rich Hill, but they traded him anyway. So, I mean, it's just Tampa Bay. Disappointing end to the postseason, honestly, to lose to the Red Sox, not even make it to the LCS. Disappointment, but, man, they got something down there in Tampa. Kevin Cash just – Wander, he's going to continue to develop, develop some of that power, too. Randy continues to be Mr. October. You know, this is a good franchise. I mean, it, imagine if the race spent money, Charlie. Like, it would be the Dodgers, but even better because 
they know how to just produce good baseball teams. So, yeah, I had him at four. I was clearly wrong. But, I mean, I guess this is just – I probably should have learned this before, but don't underestimate the Rays. They're a really good team, no matter who's on them. Yeah, Joel, I mean, that's, that, that's the perfect way to put it right there. When you said, who, who is this player? They don't work well in our minds. It's, it, that's, the, that's literally the perfect way to put it. My fourth-place team that I projected finished second. That's the Boston Red Sox. Struggling in 2020 was a last-place finish. And in my notes, I'm like, Sale won't be ready for opening day. Won't be ready by the All-Star break, maybe a little bit after. Rehabbing from Tommy John. And the Red Sox, they're not going to push anything. And they didn't push anything. And he was even on an innings limit really close to the postseason. And I was looking at their pitch, and I said, Nathan Uvalde is not the best pitcher. Well, Zidane, he was their ace, and he was one of the best player, pitchers in the playoffs. This man, playoffs and regular season, this man, his breaking stuff is, is insane. You see him on Pitching Ninja. That's a great Twitter account. Um, and it's mind-boggling. I mean, their outfield of Ben Attendee, Jackie Bradley Jr., and Betts, obviously all way gone. And uh, I'm like, where are they going to find hitting? Bogertz will be good. J.D. Martinez will be good. He was all right. But come on, man. Look look, look at this. I'm, I'm going to read you the last game, their last lineup. And it was Schwarber, Kike Hernandez, Devers, Bogarts, J.D., Verdugo, Arroyo, Shaw, Renfro, Dahlbeck, Plowecki, all these guys filled, filled in in that last game against Houston. But Schwarber, another good, another good player towards the end of the season. Devers, I think, really showed out this year. I think him and Moncada, you know, lots of people were debating who's better. Still think it's Moncada. Uh, Got to give my bias there to the White Sox player. But I think a player that kind of – I think their whole bullpen kind of showed out, and I think that was better than I thought it would be. But Schwarber and Kike Hernandez. Kike Hernandez during the playoffs – and I don't know what it is, Zidane, but that team was probably my favorite team this year. If, other than the White Sox, I think that was my favorite team. Them and the Giants, but I think the Red Sox, I don't know what it was about them. They were just so fun, and their fans are awesome. Their stadium's awesome. And they, they definitely exceeded my expectations. I thought they would be better because I thought the top four would be really congested and it would come down to the last you know week of the season. And it kind of did, but the Red Sox were – were really good and definitely that last week of the season going past the Yankees and every other team. But, you know, it is what it is for the Red Sox. And I think moving forward, the Yankees, I, they just continue to disappoint and I don't like them. So I don't want to, you know, talk good about them, but it's going to be them and the Rays, I think this upcoming year, depending on what the Yankees do, but you know, that they're not going to stay healthy. That's, that's, that's one thing. So I think we'll, we'll talk about it, but Zidane, this is your third place team. It was the Boston Red Sox, Charlie. And, you know, now you talk about it. You brought up Ben Attendee, JPJ, Mookie Betts, an electric outfield. Guess what? They got Verdugo, Kike, Hunter Renfro. First of all, probably the best defensive outfield in baseball. I mean, Hunter Renfro, do not run on him. If you're Joey Wendell, any other baseball player, do not run on him. I know, guess what? Kike can play second base. He can play multiple positions, stud. Verdugo played pretty well. But I think it was just surprising, Charlie. I think you saw guys 
played better than we thought they would. Hunter Renfro coming off a tough year in 2020. Guess what? He showed out. Kike Hernandez, I mean, even in the regular season, he was really good. And he heated up in the postseason. Absolutely insane. Schwarber, great trade deadline acquisition. We didn't see him for a little bit, but he was scorching hot in Fenway. They may lose him this free agency. But, um, you know, they're, they're, I don't think their team will be changing a lot from now until next season. You won't see a lot of turnover. I think Schwarber's really their only main upcoming free agent, unless Bogarts opts out, but I don't think he did. Anyway, they're a pretty good team. They're going to keep that way, but I don't know if they can get past, you know, eat the Rays, the Yankees, or if the Blue Jays make moves, I don't know if they can somehow, out of a miracle, re-sign Marcus Simeon and Robbie Ray. I mean, I don't know, Charlie. It's going to be a tough division again next year. Then, Charlie, oh, I guess I should. My number two team, I thought they would be pretty good. They were pretty good. They made better acquisitions than I thought they would. The Blue Jays. I, I mean, how can you not look at that lineup and be like, oh, this isn't a really good baseball team? George Springer, Marcus Simeon, Bo Bichette, Vladimir Guerrero, Teoscar, Lourdes. I mean, stacked to the brim. And I think what was big for the Blue Jays this year is they got their pitching. They got the pitching. They got Ryu. I guess it would be kind of a disappointment, but Robbie Ray, wow. Jose Barrios, trade deadline acquisition, got him. But again, Charlie, I mean, I have it in my notes right here. Main concern, bullpen. They don't have a steady bullpen. And now with having to re-sign Marcus Simeon and hopefully re-signing both him and Robbie Ray, I know how much that's going to change. You know, Charlie, maybe they trade for Craig Krimple off of us. You never know. They are looking for a kind of closer, but basically they need a better bullpen. Otherwise, they can't compete with my number one or the Rays. Charlie, who's your number two team? It's, this is going to be my number three, the, the team you already talked about was the Rays. And it's 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 the same thing. I mean, it's just you you never know what you're going to get. And that was, that was my thought coming into the season. But I'm like, wait. Right now I'm thinking, wait. Like, are they going to do this every year? Like, will they show me that this nobody player and this nobody player and this nobody player will have a breakout season and will get paid in the offseason? And the answer is yes. I think they're going to keep doing that because these guys just come out of nowhere. This organization is awesome. But one thing bad about them is their stadium and their location. Just burn that stadium and move them. Just please move them. Because everything else about that team is awesome. They really have no fans. But move them to a place that has fans. Please. St. Petersburg, Florida. No, stop. Florida's got some teams. I, I don't need I don't need any more teams in Florida. Move them to a place that deserves. Move them to a city that their fans are passionate. Because if you're passionate about this race team, you should be. Because they are going to show out in the postseason in the next couple of years. They're not insanely old. They have good prospects. They'll have good pitching, young pitching, you know. And just move them, please. That's one thing I got to say because they're really exciting and they're going to be fun. Now, my, my number two team was the Blue Jays. And one thing I – there are some really cool predict. There was predictions that I got right and there was predictions that I got really wrong. I know that's the same for Zidane as well. But 
one thing I mentioned, I mentioned Robbie Ray's name in my notes, and I said, so I wrote, I right, I read an article about how he changed his arm slot, and he was working on changing it in the offseason, and clearly it worked because he was one of the best pitchers, if not one of the best in the American League. Gunning for that Cy Young spot, he'll be a top vote. Zidane, this guy was so good. He just came out of nowhere, I feel like. I feel like it was he was good to start the season. And then Rodon and Lynn kind of fell off and Robbie Ray just kept pushing. And he he killed us when he was playing when we went to when we went to Toronto. And again, I, I talked about the lineup, Vladdy slimming down. Come on, man. Give, give he's not gonna get that MVP, but in any other year without Shohei Otani, he would be winning that MVP. George Springer, Marcus Simeon, you know. Hey, Oscar, Lourdes, Gurriel. I love that team. I still do. Again, it's it's the bullpen. But Zidane, we both have the Yankees in first place. Troy, somehow, Yankees continue to produce very good players, but uh, they continue to disappoint. I mean, you had Garrett Cole. He is right there with Robbie Ray and the Cy Young. Could honestly go to either one. Aaron Judge. Troy didn't, oh, he didn't hit 50 home runs. Yeah, who cares? You know, he played 147 games, I think. Had a great season. Stanton turned it up at the end. You know, it was kind of iffy by the All-Star break. Turned it up. They got Anthony Rizzo. They got Joey Gallo. And they still disappointed. I mean, like, Joey Gallo, I really like him as a player, but he was garbage. Like, like he's Cesar Hernandez, basically. But worse, somehow, for the Yankees. Rizzo was pretty good. He was, like, average. I mean, I guess. Like, he wasn't insane. And, I don't know, they just couldn't, like, keep pace. Like, Rays blew by them for a while. And then a big, like, couple big series at the end of the year with the Red Sox, they took that. And then thinking back to the wild card game, it feels like centuries ago when we were watching Yankees, Red Sox. It's like, oh, the postseason's here. Wow, we're in the, like, November. It's crazy. But, I mean, they uh, they they disappoint. Somehow, they hit home runs. They have good pitching. And they're still – they still suck for being the Yankees. Like, they're not bad, but you're the New York Yankees. You should be World Series, ALCS. With how much you're paying these guys, how much star power you have, and you're telling me you're, like, what, losing in the wild card game? Come on. You're disappointing. I had you one for a reason. I don't like you. I don't want to put you one, but you're one because you're the New York Yankees. Like, I'm not going to, you know, like, come on. But they sucked for the Yankees, obviously. Like, standards, you know, they didn't suck, suck. They weren't the Orioles, but they should have been really good. They were pretty good. Just disappointing, Charlie. I think that just wraps up the Yankee season. Why do you have them in number one? And I'm guessing you felt disappointed by their place, too. Yeah, I mean, their pitching, it wasn't that good, but it is good enough, you know, mixed with their lineup and their, I guess, decent bullpen. But no, but I do think it was their pitching that was disappointing towards the end of the year. Um, Chapman spent some time away. Um, Garrett Cole got roughed up towards the end of the year. People were figuring him out. Still going to win the Cy Young. But um, I, I can't even just... They, they should be doing better. They really should be doing better. But listen, 
they have something that most teams don't have, and that's money. When they spend money, they could be good. They spent, they didn't spend, but they made acquisitions. They got Gallo, they got Rizzo. Because Voight was out, again, not staying healthy. DJ LeMahieu, disappointing injuries. Voight, nowhere to be found. Judge actually had a good year. Yeah, he definitely had a good year. But Gary Sanchez, dude, I don't want to hear any. Now Yankees fans, Zidane's laughing. Now Yankees fans are going to shut up about him because I am so sick and tired of hearing his name. Now you got Kyle Higashioka. He's not old. He's not amazing. But, you know, he's okay. But come on, stop talking about Gary Sanchez. Like, this guy, Zidane could play better behind the plate than Gary Sanchez. This guy is so bad behind the plate. And he was okay. he was a good hitter last year, and he wasn't even amazing this year. So he serves no purpose. And, again, it's unfortunate. It's some Yankees curse that keeps them their players from staying healthy. But, Zidane, now to our division. This is going to be really, really, really fun because I know exactly what you have. I know who you had in fifth place, and you're an idiot. I had the Cleveland Indians, and Charlie, you're going to be like, oh, do you regret it now? I mean, they still suck. They're like, they're boring baseball. Like, imagine watching a Cleveland Indians game. Like, did Jose Ramirez tell him? No. Did Fran Mal, did Fran, Fran Mal, almost called him the Franimal accidentally, but the Franimal, did he hit 500 feet? No. Then why would I watch? Shane Bieber didn't even play for most of the year. I had a, you had to watch Cal Quantrill pitch, and he did pitch very well. I mean, he was like kind of a stud, which, came out of nowhere but yeah they suck they're boring and I have another team in this division where they're just boring like when the White Sox play them I'm like oh it's these guys and this is where I like just turn I like just mute the tv when they're hitting because I'm like oh Carlos Rodon struck him out oh what a surprise oh Lucas Giolito struck him out on like a terrible pitch too oh a fastball down the middle he struck out right like you have Austin Hedges is your starting catcher. What a what a joke of a franchise. Cle- um also Cleveland Guardians, my bad. Yes. But apparently they stole that too from a roller derby team. <laughs> apparently they stole their stuff from a women's roller skating roller skating derby team. So and Charlie, I'm gonna reference a Joakim Noah interview. I mean, does anyone go to vacation in Cleveland? Like, you look out your hotel room, it's just factories, and it's depressing. Bro, that is, it's so true in one of the funniest interview clips of all time because he asks Cleveland reporters, Cleveland reporters, he's like, what's good about your city? What's good about your city? LeBron? Oh, shit, he's in L.A. Cleveland Guardians? Unless you play the White Sox, I will never voluntarily watch a game you play because this you're guy, boring. This guy is going every time we talk about Cleveland. This guy is Charlie, going, Do you enjoy yeah. watching the Cleveland Guardians play? I, I don't. I don't enjoy exactly. it. Exactly. But, but you got the prediction wrong. Talk about your prediction. You got it wrong. Did they, fin- they finish second, right? Yeah. You, fin- you, you, you had them going fifth because you just hated they, nothing. They, they were basically like, I right, put them in the NOS. They're fifth. They suck. Come on. Like, they're what? I don't know the record. They were like 80, 80 and 82. No. Yeah. So, okay. But, um, do I care, Charlie? Like, do I care? Yeah. Where do you think they're going to be next year? 
Where do, if you can guess, Second. where do you think I'm gonna put it? No. Dude, right you, back you, here, bro. Right back here. I nothing can, nothing can bro, make you. Because I've sat in my room waiting to watch the White Sox, and it's like, oh, I have to watch them play the Cleveland Indians now. Guardians. It's just a boring time, and when it's in Cleveland, Charlie, it's even worse because that stadium now surrounding area is pretty cool. I think, and the stadium's not even that bad. It just looks boring. Like it just has a big wall in left field. Why? Why do you, why? I mean, progressive field, you suck. You're boring. The only good moment I can think of is when they hit hot Gazmati Grandal in the head for a walk-off, and we clinched it, clinched the AL Central against them because Tim Anderson home twice, Eloy, Luis, that was fun. But um, other than that, you're just a bankrupted garbage franchise. This, I mean, Zidane, wow. I mean, so so passionate. What do you have five, Charlie? You clearly love Cleveland so much. Actually, being real here, which is which, something Zidane can't. He he can be real with any other team except Cleveland. I don't know what it is, but let's 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 get back on track. Let's be real. No Bieber, no Plesac, no Savali for a good amount of time. That's the only good thing they had about them, and they're gonna. I think they're gonna be right back in second next year. I think. The Twins could maybe improve, maybe, but I, I don't think it, this division will change that much. This division is so bad. I, I, it's it's gonna be, it's gonna be just another White Sox run for first place. I think I, I hate to be that overconfident, but that's just what's gonna happen. Is it overconfident anyway, though? Yeah, it's just it's kind like, of like facts. We're the only like good team. Like Cleveland, you stink, and you don't spend money, so you're gonna continue to be bad. Uh, Tigers, I guess, if they get Carlos Correa and like twenty good pitchers, sure. Do you want to? Do you want to? Do you want to let me finish about about Cleveland? My bad. I was talking about McKenzie, uh, in my notes, and I was like, this guy can really be good, and he wasn't really that good the first half of the year, but then the second half of the year, and definitely his last like five or six starts, he was really, really good. He had like a no hitter going, like. Ooh, I don't know what it was. It was like through eight. And I don't know. I might have been lost in, in the ninth. But he had a really good end of the year. But that was Zidane's fifth place team. I don't know. Zidane just hated on them so much. But my fifth place team was the Tigers. And they finished in third. And this team isn't really that bad. I, I don't hate them really at all. But I was really negative on them in my, in my predictions. And listen, this team is nowhere near good. It's nowhere near good, and it's nowhere near being really good. But they do have some young players in Paredes, Badu. Uh, I mean, Scope, obviously, not young. We'll see where he goes in the offseason. But Nico Goodrum, I mean, we'll, we'll see. But it's they're, they're not and, – and they're pitching as well. I mean, Scooble, um, Casey Mize. I think they'll, they'll be decent in the next few years, depending on what they can do. But my fourth-place team was the Royals. They finished in fourth. That's one I did get right, and it's it's uh it's exactly what I said in the notes. I said they always have guys that can hurt you, like Solaire with Merrifield, but none of them are that really that consistent, and it's the exact same thing that happened this year. So that was that was a bang on prediction. Uh, Zidane, what about you? I had the Detroit Tigers, which you know I got wrong. They played a lot better. They had some impact players, and I mean down the stretch they were like above five hundred for 
you know, down the stretch. Um, Badu, very fun player. I mean, first of all, that dude is fast. He is really fast. And then great defense. He was a fun player. Uh, you know, Casey Mize finally developed. If he continues to – if he can get some strikeouts, maybe he can be really good. But they got a young pitching core of, like, Mize, Scooball, and Manning. And if those guys develop, hey, you got a pretty good rotation. You know, in a few years, they, they're they looking to add in free agency. If they do add, like, give them another year, maybe a wild card team. Maybe, like, a second-place finish in this division. I don't know. They're a pretty fun team, you know. I do not like Comerica. I do not like your stadium. But a cool team. All cool. We like you. Good job. You finished better than I expected. Charlie, what's your number three team? My third place team was the Indians. Now the Guardians. But, you know, we already talked about them. I'll go on to my – wait, this is your third place team. This is your third place team. We always get these mixed up. I know we can't count. Like I yes. seriously think we can't count. It's the Royals, and um, Troy, I'm gonna say a lot what I said about Cleveland, but less harshly. You're boring, you know. Kaufman, I, I think in person must be like a really nice experience. Like you know, you've been there, you liked it. But like the waterfalls, center field, very nice stadium. But when like watching on TV, like unless Luis Robert is going like 475 feet, not that fun. I mean, Whit Merrifield's cool. He's really good. Salvi, yeah, let's just talk about Salvi. Wow. I mean, 48 home runs. First of all, as I, I was about to talk very nicely about the man. But one, guys, Monty Grandall is better. Like, I mean, clearly, like, in no way other than power, is Salvador Perez better than Yasmani Grandall. Also about power, Yasmani Grandall, like, had a, like, a knee surgery was out for like five weeks. So shh, be quiet. He's not better. That's Bonnie. But no, really good season. Broke the record for home runs by catcher. He was good. But they're kind of just boring. Like, I don't, I don't, I don't really care about the Royals. Also, oh, yeah, this is in my notes. I should, I should ask to be looking at my notes. I don't know why I'm looking at, not looking at my notes. Bobby Wood Jr. What a season in the minors. I don't know if you saw this, but he had like 31 home runs. He went crazy. Maybe comes next year, probably another two years until he's like certified in there. But great player. They've got a good future. I don't know how much they add because they did add a lot in free agency last year. And they started off the season well, but kind of just fell off. You know, not bad. They did finish in fourth, but an all right team. But it's a lot of these teams are just kind of all right in this division. No one is good except, you know, Charlie. What was your number two team? Yeah, it was it was your number two team as well. And it was everyone's number two team except the Pakoda predictions, stupid website idiots. Uh sorry. But um yeah, it's the twins. And listen, at the start of you know, when I started planning, I'm like, I don't really hate this team. It's gonna be a fun rivalry. I hate the twins. I really have a strong hatred after this season, after Donaldson, after all of them, I do not like a single player on that team. I'm, I'm, I don't hate them as much as you hate Cleveland, but oh my God, are they aggravating? Like their, their fan base, their Twitter is so not enjoyable to look at. I don't like twins Twitter, even though it's not really that big because it's the twins, 
White Sox Twitter is on top. It'll forever stay on top. But, like, come on, man. What a disappointing year. And I'm happy for it. I am there for it. I wrote in my notes, I said, one of the best offenses in the MLB got back Cruz. They have Buxton and many others. They also got Andrelton Simmons, who is a great fielder. Who cares? He did nothing. <laughs> I was like, oh, wait, wait. They actually might be good. Like, that, they have some good fielders, right? Like, Cruz, he's going to be, he's going to be age. He's going to play well. They got Buxton. He's going to, he's going to be good. He's going to be there. No. I, and, and by the way, I did say I did not like anyone. Buxton, I really, really love. I love Larry Buxton. But come on, he, he didn't play. He was hurt. Um, Luis Arise, like fine defensive players. I'm like, oh, wait, they added Andrelton Simmons. This is going to be pretty cool. He's going to solidify their defense. I don't know what I was thinking. That, that's kind of funny because he was kind of like a mean player uh, over, the course of the, over the course of the season. But I'm like, Kenta Maeda will, will be their ace. And Barrios isn't anything crazy. Jay Happ is old and won't do anything. And their pitching is bad and the, so- and the Sox pitching is good. They will be in trouble. That happened by times 400 because they couldn't hit. They, they couldn't hit. And they finished in last place. It's crazy. That, w- that was a surprise of the season for me when talking about just teams disappointing. And, uh, yeah, I'm, I'm happy for it. You know, I don't like them. And uh, I said I said, this will be one of the best division rivalries in baseball. And kind of looking back on it, like, it kind of was good because, like, we didn't hate we, – we hated them and they didn't like us either. But I'm ta- I was talking about, like, actual, like, record-wise. They just were like, okay, they're fine, they're fine. Right away to the bottom. White Sox were kind of in the middle of the start of the season, and they just worked their way up and stayed there. Disappointing for the Twins. White Sox are first. We, we, we've talked about them all year. No need to go really in-depth with them. So, Zidane, any thoughts about the Twins? Uh, I said they may have gotten better. You know, that was a lie. You know, <laughs> I said added Angleton Simmons, Hanzo Robles, Alex Colomay. Not good. Got traded to the Red Sox. And it's Alex Colomay. So, uh, I know what we were expecting, Charlie, but uh, it was interesting because, like, it always felt like the Twins were competitive when they played the White Sox. Like, it wasn't always a blowout. Like, obviously, you had that your mean game where you scored, like, 13 rounds, but they kept it close for a lot of the games. And I kind of think it's like their record is kind of deceiving. I think they're a better team than the record says if Buxton can stay healthy. But guess what? He can't. Like, I mean, anytime this guy just has the worst luck or he's made in class. Like, he had such an amazing year, but he had, he was injured. Traded Nelson Cruz, traded Jose Barrios. They may come back up eventually, but Troy, they're the Minnesota Twins. We don't like them. No one likes them. And it was hilarious that you said, like, Twins Twitter, like, it actually exists. It doesn't. I cannot see what you're showing me, Troy. I need to say it right now. It is Twins Ted famous tweet uh, from the start of the year. And I, I, I don't dislike Twins Ted. He's, he has a good Twitter account. And it's just the rest of kind of Twins Twitter out like. But this is just such a funny tweet. Have an offseason, Minnesota. Nelson Cruz, Jay Happ, Andrew Simmons, Matt Shoemaker, Hansel Robles. Alex <laughs> Matt Shoemaker, bro. What was he even thinking that? But yeah, I mean, I, I don't, I don't mean any hate towards Ted, but like, it's just funny because it's not towards him; it's towards the whole Twins team that it's just nothing panned out. And uh, you know, Nelson Cruz is always going to be good, but none of their acquisitions panned out. And uh, you know, that was that was the point of me showing that because it's so funny. Like, 
it just cracks me up. Matt Shoemaker, that's our moment. Alex Holiday was out of the closing role in like, like how many months? Like a month. <laughs> and it is so funny. But he like lasted April, and then like, whoa, this dude sucks. Yeah. Let's get him out of here. That's why yeah. they used Hanzo Robles, but then they traded him. Yeah. You know, White Sox first place, correct. Knew about it all season, and I'm not even gonna go into deep into deep with the first place because we had a disappointing year. It's, it's really it's all I need to say because. It, we said World Series or bust. I was like, all right, relax. Let's get let's get a good playoff run. And we didn't. So we did not. We we won one playoff game. I mean, I don't I don't I think it's a disappointing year. Uh in the division, we knew what we had to do and we did it. But I, I mean, I'm not going over the top. I mean, I'm making fun of other teams, but it still doesn't mean that we didn't have that good of a se- season. Nah, we had a good season, but a season I was expecting would be much better. That's that's really what I have to say for the White Sox. And Again, we're, we're going to go more in depth next episode. But it's just disappointing. And, uh, you know, didn't show up in the playoffs, didn't get hot. What do you think, Sadat? I mean, we're just disappointing. You know, we finished in first, but, like, it was really easy. We, like, we just cruised, cruise control since, like, the Field of Dreams game. Didn't really care. Like, we had a few a gauntlet there. But after that, straight to the playoffs. And we just never turned on that switch, you know. If we're downstate healthy, maybe it's different, but you, I mean, Lance Lynn didn't play well. Lucas Julio didn't really play well. Bullpen was all right. I mean, Kimball sucks. Never put him in a white size uniform again. I mean, uh, we'll see how this offseason goes. Troy. Texas Rangers. Texas Rangers. In fifth place. place. In fifth place. Your fifth place. Number four, who's your number 14, Troy? That's, yeah, that's really all we have to say because – the future in the mine. Their future is in the minors. This is I'm reading my notes, and they will be up there for one of the worst teams in baseball. At least they have a new stadium. That's all I said. That's all you said as well. I remember the exact conversation in one of the first episodes of the, or one of the last episodes of last year's offseason when we talked about this. But my most spot on prediction for this year was the Los Angeles Angels. I remember arguing with you that they would finish in fourth place. Do you remember this? I do. I said I said Zidane, they will not finish past fourth place. And you're trying to tell me, I'm like, and they're like, I was good. You know, like, they're good. You know, well, they, they might actually improve. I'm like, Zidane, no, they won't. They are the angels. They're still yet to surround Trout and Otani with good pitching. Obviously, Otani is a pitcher and he did play well. But, like, come on. None about, nothing about this angels team surprised me this whole year. But one, this, this is funny. This is, this is a very bad take. Or I don't know about a bad take, but it was just like, all right, Zidane. In my notes, I said, Anthony Rendon underrated MVP shout. <laughs> How many games did he play this year? Like seven, like eighty. <laughs> Cause he had like injuries like every time. Like and you would start to play well too. Like you saw this where he's like, oh Anthony Rendon's getting hot. Oh, hip injury, 10 day IL, 15 day IL, oh, 60 day IL, oh, out for the season. Like, he was just getting injured left and right. You kind of feel bad for the guy. I think next year, hey, I mean, I don't know, Charlie, next year maybe I might pick him for a Dark Horse MVP because Anthony Rendon is really good at baseball. It's just bad luck. And I think there was a stat where it's, like, expected batting average. one of those stats where it's, like, he's just really unlucky. Like, he's hitting it hard, but he's just not getting it down. Just bad, unlucky year for the Angels and Anthony Rendon. But, Charlie. 
you know, I did not have him in fourth place. And I'll talk about my fourth place team, but um, I guess I'll just – I put him at two, and I'll just, I'll just talk about the Angels. Honestly, they're pitching – I mean, you had Patrick Sandoval. He was pretty good. You had Jose Suarez. Obviously, you had Otani. It's not like their pitching got slightly better, I guess. Alex Cobb was kind of good. But just, first of all, Mike Trout got injured. So, right, right then, it was like, all right, this team's done. They kind of weren't that bad, you Aaron know. Walsh had a good season. Mm-hmm. Otani, obviously. Otani, son. But – you know, if Mike Trout stays healthy, maybe they stay in the hunt for a little bit. But, I mean, Charlotte, this is the year. I think Angel fans have had enough of Trevor Bauer. Probably dodged a bullet there. But, like, a lot of rumors about every free agent pitcher. Like, every time. Anytime. It's like, I think Robbie Ray. They were like, oh, we could get Robbie Ray. Nope. Guess what? He's signing on Canada. But, nope. He's on the Blue Jays. But, I mean, this year. This year, Charlie. You have to get somebody, right? Like, you have Clayton Kershaw, who, by the way, just now has not gotten a qualifying offer from the Dodgers. So, you know, maybe that's a sign that, I don't know, Max Scherzer. Um, Gosman. Uh, God, thank you. Gosman, Rodon, Robbie Ray, Eduardo Rodriguez. I mean, like, all right. You have to get somebody, right? But every time, the Angels just whiff and whiff and whiff. I mean, last year was like Trevor Bauer. I, get I, I predicted him to go there. I was like, wait, Bauer might go to the Angels. There was like some other people in the starting pitcher like market. And was it? I think they were like, oh, they might trade for Blake Snell. They might get yeah. Joe Musgrove. They might get Jamison Tyon. It was like any pitcher who had any rumors. It was like angels, angels, angels. It was like best landing spots, angels, angels, angels. Guess what? They got nobody. They got Alex Cobb and Jose Quintana. I remember they signed Jose Quintana, bro. I was just laughing to myself, bro, because it's like a big free agent acquisition. Everyone's like pitcher, pitcher, pitcher. They got Jose Quintana and Alex Cobb. Alex Cobb had a good year. Jose Quintana, he got like released. So come on. Troy, but this is the year. Right. If you do not get a pitcher, guess what? Because Otani, he wants to win. He, I mean, he said a quote. There was a quote where he's like, I want to win. If you lose Otani, you're screwed. He's not so even I, on big money. They're also paying him so little. I think they paid him four mil this year. And it doesn't get that big up until, obviously, they have to sign him. So, Charlie, simple as this. Get pitchers. Like, Good ones, not Dylan Bundy or Jose Quintana. Like, I'm talking about Clayton Kershaw. I think I've seen this recently about offseason predictions. Get Clayton Kershaw. Maybe you could probably get, like, Gosman or two. I don't know. But just, like, get pictures. Simple. But, yeah. oh, yeah, I guess I do have to talk about my actual fourth-place team, the Mariners. And honestly, Troy? I'm happy they surprised me. This is the one team I'm like, probably I was rooting for the most in September because White Sox basically turned it off, bro. They were like done. Like Jose Brady was cold. It was we weren't a fun team to watch. Mariners, man, they pushed up until game one sixty two. Obviously, they did lose to the Angels, but were very good. 
very fun team to watch. I don't know if you saw, I think he did with Mitch Hanniger on like game 161 in the bottom of the eighth, three, two, two outs, gets the hit, takes the lead. They keep their playoff push coming. What a fun team. So if they add some guys, if they, I mean, they might get some pitchers, maybe. I think people were saying like a cinder guard, like kind of one the under, lower, but like still get a top tier pitcher. They could do that and be really good. So this is a team I think could definitely, if Jared Kelnick develops, Julio Rodriguez, first of all, what a stud in Julio Rodriguez. They got a great farm system. They could be good, Charlie. They could be good. Maybe Walker. I don't know. Replace I guess well. this would be your number three team. Yep, Mariners. Uh, I think that's – I think I did pretty well this division, actually. I said they are my underrated pick for this division because last year they kind of went under the radar, and I feel like they go – they've gone under the radar for the past few years. And I think I would say I was – I would say I was like, right, but I think they even exceeded my expectations. I thought they would be really under the radar, and I thought they would be like kind of close to second, but they were second place and um, and four games. I had to do the math there; it's kind of embarrassing. And four games above the A's, and I wasn't even really confident in the A's, but I just thought they would be better than than the Mariners, but they really weren't. And uh, yeah, Kalanick, Julio Rodriguez. Kyle Lewis as well did not play a full season. Uh, something that I some a player that I actually really like. And that outfield can be good. And Kellenic will be good. He did not have, you know, his stint was not very good. It was probably really bad, to be honest with you. But listen, he will, he will, he will be good. Kyle Lewis will be good. That outfield is going to be really good. Um, and yeah, I mean, Kyle Seeger, obviously uh not coming back. And that's it. It's the Mariners. I think they they were fun. They were kind of like the Giants, kind of America's team. But second place, I had the Oakland A's. And listen, this team is just they, they were just like bound to disappoint or just bound to be worse. No Simeon, no Hendricks. But it's like their corner infield was really good. We're like, okay. If Matt Chapman and Matt Olson can actually perform and their pitching can be like half decent, maybe they can push for first, but they didn't do any of that. And I think they weren't even they weren't even close. They were nine games, nine games, but it's just the Astros were so much better than every team in that division. But I, I was not a fan of their pitching. Obviously, what happened to Chris Bassett against us was awful. But you know, Chris Bassett was really good. He had a really good season. And he's he's gonna be up there for siren voting as well. But um yeah, that's it was disappointing for the A's. But Zidane, what's your next team? My number three team, because I already did my number two team, Oakland A's. You know they got Starling Marte, stole like forty four bags, really good. But um, again, Troy, I'm sorry to do this to another team, but you're boring. All right, one stadium, garbage. I, I mean, imagine watching on TV a Oakland A's home game. Like either you're an A's fan or you just don't enjoy baseball. You're, like, trying to make someone not enjoy baseball. That's how you introduce people, like, oh, this is why baseball is boring. Let's watch an Oakland A's game at 9 p.m. in a garbage stadium. <sighs> Matt Olson's cool. But uh, Starling Marte, they have, like, good pieces, but it isn't complete, and they just lost their manager, Bob Melvin, so yeah. who knows what they do. But, Troy, both of us, 
got this one right. I mean, we were all expecting this. Number one, Houston Astros. Why do you have them there, and why are they still there? It's 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 so simple, man. It's they're they're just built for just the end of the year and going into the playoffs. Like I made a comparison to use it on and I'm pretty sure you'll remember it. Their team right now is what the what I hope the White Sox will be in the next few years. Right as they were coming up a few years ago and when they made some good playoff uh, runs and a little bit before that, they had young players, but it wasn't complete. And that's exactly where the White Sox are right now with Luis Robert. With I don't, Tim Anderson isn't old. I still count him as like a young-ish player and like a fun player. So I go Luis Robert, Eloy, uh, Tim Anderson, Jose Barrett, obviously not young, but we're, we have some young pitching. We got – I mean, it's just the young players with us and the young players with them that I feel like if we're such a similar team to them, or at least we were, they were to us how we are now, if that makes any sense. But if they didn't cheat, man, I would just love this team so much more. Because when I was – when the White Sox were bad, I always rooted for the Astros. I'm like, this team is really fun. Correa and Altuve are awesome. And Bregman is sick. These guys are really, really cool. And they just do it every single year. Correa, I think, is going to go to the Yankees, and he you know, he'll get paid. And their core, they'll say goodbye to that core, and they'll be sad for the Astros fans, but not sad for me because now I don't really care about them after after they cheated. But it still doesn't mean that they weren't good. I want, I always make that point. They were always good, and they were always so good. And they are one of the best. I literally, they're a dynasty. They were, they're seriously a dynasty. I'm going to say it. Like people would disagree with me because they cheated, but this team is a dynasty. Or I guess was because, I mean, their core is kind of gone now with Correa out. But they're still going to be really good, and they'll still finish in first. Because of Kyle freaking Tucker, dude. This guy is – he showed out in the postseason, especially against us. This guy, he's the classic, just simple baseball player. He doesn't wear batting gloves. He sits there. He can field, and he can hit. He's, he's just a complete player. He's nothing flashy, but it's Kyle Tucker. They have young pieces, they're young pitching, and they're kind of infield is kind of staying the same other than Correa with Guriel, Altuve, and Bregman. But their outfield and their pitching is kind of becoming a little different, especially their pitching, which is what, what I like. I like I like their young pitching, and Luis Garcia is really, really good. I think he'll be good. Framber Valdez, and then obviously Verlander didn't, uh, didn't pitch. But they have some young pitching, and I think they're going to they're, – they're going through a little bit of a – a restart in that kind of field. And I think uh, the Astros fans, again, just they're just going to keep being excited and they're obviously have every right to. That's what I have to say. The Astros didn't, didn't surprise me, didn't surprise anyone. Me neither, Sean. I mean, this is a good team. They're going to continue to be pretty good. I, I really hope Korea doesn't go to the Yankees because it's like going from a team I don't like to a team I don't like. Also, you don't like the Yankees, so... I don't know, but they're a really good team. I think everyone expected this. It happened. It was expected. Troy, we're making it to the NL. We're halfway there. NL East, number five, Marlins. At least for me, I'm Marlins, I don't know who you had. But um, Jazz Chisholm, he's cool. Cool blue hair, cool player. 
Very fun. Could be really good. That's it, Charlie. That's all I got for the Marlins. I don't yeah, I said I said that they would be the best last place team in baseball. And let's see, was I right? I think I was. Yeah. I, if they, if they were to finish last place, I think they were, and they they weren't really that far off from the Nationals as well. So let's just say they finished last place. They are the best last place team in baseball. Um, they're they're a fun team. It's it's an interesting team, but it's kind of it's it's boring as well. It's it's not a team I don't like. Uh, they had Duvall, you know, Chisholm was cool this year. Uh, one pitcher, man, you know exactly who I'm going to say. I want you to talk about him because I know you've been following him for longer than I have. Sandy Alcantara. What a stud of a pitcher. I mean, first of all, talk about this rotation. I mean, I completely forgot it. I don't know how I'm putting on this. Pablo Lopez. Sandy Alcantara. Sixto Sanchez got injured. Doesn't matter. Trevor Rogers. I feel like there's a fourth guy, but I can't remember. So we're just going to go with these three. Wow. I mean, like three aces. Very good. I mean, Yankees fans are trying to trade for Pablo Lopez in their minds, going, oh, if we give them Clint Frazier and Miguel Andujar, they'll give us Pablo Lopez. No. But Sandy Alcantara, I mean, an ace of an ace. I would love to have this man on the White Sox. Great velocity, great break. He's strikes out people amazingly he is a stud charlie he is a stud no doubt about it ace to that team i mean i don't know what else there is to say he is really good at baseball that's the fun problem part about the their that's the fun part about their team i don't think anything else but go on problem with the marlins it's the offense it's like no offense like it sucks pitching is really good their bullpen's not even bad just that offense, they got to fix it. Surely, who was your number four team? My fourth place team was the Phillies. I wasn't really high on them, and they finished in the second. They didn't have a great season, but they had a better season than I thought. I was like, all right, Didi Gregorius, you know, I've seen him play well. He didn't play well this year. JT Romero, they got back, you know, he's always, he's always going to be good. Bryce Harper, I said, who was looking to return to MVP form. He did just that. I think he has a good shout. And uh, Reese Hoskins, you know, it's, it's a, I don't really hate the Phillies, to be honest, as lots of people do hate Philly sports, but I don't really hate the Phillies. They have an okay stadium. The food there is pretty good. But I don't really know what to say about the Phillies because people are just always so – they're so confident in them that they're going to finally have a breakthrough, but they just didn't this year. But go on, Zidane, what's your fourth? Number four, Phillies. I mean, they got to figure out that bullpen, Charlie. They got a pretty good starting rotation with Rangers Suarez having a breakout year. Obviously, offense will be fine. It's just that bullpen. You know, if you can't close games, guess what? You can't win. You know, White Sides without Liam Hendricks, guess what? These suck. I mean, you saw with Craig Grimble every time he came in. It was like, oh, that's a loss. Oh, that's a loss. Oh, fun, we lose. But, um, I mean, they got to figure out this bullpen. Like, get somebody. I don't know how you can just in like the last three years continue to have historically bad bullpens. Fix it, and then they might be able to win this division because it's not exactly the strongest. Sure, my number one people will continue to spend money, but you could definitely compete. Charlie, we both had Phillies at three, four. I believe we have the same number three teams as the Nationals. Yeah. Yeah. 
it's a it's an interesting team. In my notes, I was like, the rotation is interesting. You know, they do have Scherzer. They have John Lester, you know. But Patrick Corbin was the guy that people were like, all right, man, let's get, let's get a good season out of this guy. I think his season was pretty disappointing. Uh, actually, it was. Um, but I think this – I like the Nationals. I really do. And I was like, all right, they won in 2019. That's not that far away. But they they just are not good. I, I don't know what it is. I'm like, all right, Soto can win MVP. He is an awesome hitter, best hitter in baseball. And I say they have Trey Turner. They added Josh Bell and Schwarber. But nothing doing for the Nationals this season's it on. I mean, so they just – they're in a weird position. They got Strasburg, Corbin, got to pay them both like 30 mil. Soto, very good. But, you know, they made offseason additions with like Brad Hand, Josh Bell, and Kyle Schwarber. Two of those guys not in the team anymore. Josh Bell, he he played pretty well, but they suck. They suck. They're 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 bad. Other than obviously Ron Acuna. Well, no, Juan Soto. I don't know why I thought Acuna. Oh, probably because my number two team, Charlie. I don't know who you had, but I had the Atlanta Braves. Yep, you had the Atlanta Braves. I didn't. Don't have to be so overconfident about it, Charlie. You you need to calm down with that. But yeah, you know they were. They, I thought they would be good. I just I didn't think them World Series champions. I mean, even the postseason, I didn't think. But then they lost Ronald Cunha. Man, I thought they were done for the year. Nope, they were just getting started. Freddie Freeman, let's see what happens with him. They might resign. They might not. I don't know. Jorge Soler, I think, is also a free agent. I think yeah. Eddie Rosario. I think all of the guys they got at the trade deadline are free agents. Just going to do what they see, what they do with them. But Great infield. They're a nice team. Charlie, you had the New York Mets at number two. Now, why did you have them at number two? Because they're the New York Mets. Come on. Like, everyone was like, they're going to finish the first. I'm like, they are the Mets. They will stick with their tradition of disappointing. And they did disappoint. I was like, Taylor Walker is good. Their top three of DeGrom. Carlos Carrasco could be good. Obviously, that didn't work. And... <laughs> Their lineup is good. Adding James McCann is awesome. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. And I love James McCann, man. 2020, I, I really like James McCann. I remember I went to games in 2019. I'm like, hey, is, is James McCann the starting lineup? Oh, he's not? I don't really care anymore. Like, James McCann was a really likable guy, and he absolutely sucked with the Mets. He could not hit. Didn't hit home runs. Didn't hit really for average. He didn't hit for average at all. And – I was like, their offense is scary good with guys like Lindor, Pete Alonso, and Jeff McNeil. I'm like, looking back on this, I'm like, I was even more confident then. Like, I, I did not think they would be good. But in my notes, I'm like, their lineup is good. But no, they, they just were not good this year. And Lindor was disappointing. You know, had some cool moments, three home runs in one game against the Yankees. I still don't care. And I don't really hate the Mets. I want them to do good, but they're the Mets. That's it. That's about it. Zidane, Braves first place. Uh, listen, this this team, I, I love Atlanta. I loved them last year. I really, really was pushing uh, for them against against LA last year. And I said, I feel like lots of people are sleeping on the Braves because they're being overshadowed by the Mets in their offseason. I think that was pretty spot on. And 
I said they got one MVP and another MVP on their team with Acuna and Freddie Freeman. And they're actually stacked. They kept Ozuna. Yeah, that, that did not work. Ozuna, uh, not in baseball anymore. And I said they got Ozzy up. They have uh, Ozzy Albies, Albies, a good uh, young outfielder in Christian Pache. That outfield, man, completely, they just, one, one by one, they just died off. Like, they were getting hurt left and right. And they filled the voids. They won the World Series. We talked about them. Sit down. Why did you put the Mets in the first place? Jacob DeGrom existed, you know, because he's – and guess what? Jake DeGrom is really good, but he got injured. Just unlucky, you know, just his shoulder wouldn't stay up with him. You know, his body couldn't keep up with his level of greatness. I mean, imagine the season he would have had if he stayed healthy. That sucks. But um, I like Lindor. I think he'll bounce back. But just stuff went wrong. And it'll be interesting to see what Steve Cohen did because his apparent commitment to spending money is coming up, you know, like, are you going to keep spending money? Because you spent some money. And so I just to talk about James McCann, I mean, they paid him four years, $40 million. He sucked. He is, ew. I mean, below replacement level player. Like, James McCann is no defensive mastermind. He's like, eh, at defense. You got him for the offense. And you had a chance, by the way, to get JT Romuto. You said, no, I want James McCann. I I would think they would be regretting not getting JT Ramuta because they ended up with a garbage catcher. In 40 mil, just flush it down the toilet. Same thing as getting James a can. Charlie, NL Central, number five, you had the Pirates? Of course I did. I had the Pirates. Brian Reynolds is good. Brian Hayes is good. Cool. Number four, Charlie, did you have a number four? I had Cincinnati Reds. I said they lost Bauer. They lost Archie Bradley. They still have solid hitting, but not enough to take them into third. And it was enough to take them into third because they're 83 and 79 and Cassianos hit 300. That's about it for the Reds. And I like the Reds. They're a fun team. Um, Eugenio Suarez, cool. Cassianos, cool. Um, I'm trying to think of other guys. Vada. Joey Vada, yes. That's that's one guy I'm missing. But uh, yeah, they were a good team this year. I think they had a good season. I was confident in them I thought that I was like this is the one division without like a big juggernaut like heading into the year but obviously the Brewers were that team but I was just like thinking to myself I'm like am I being really biased towards the Cubs because I had them in fourth place to start the prediction I'm like all right maybe I can flip them like the Cubs won't be that bad but they were that bad We'll talk about them. But Zidane, what was your fourth place team? Charlie, if only you had these bring big moves. Guess who was the number four for me? Your first Chicago. right prediction. First right? That's disrespectful. The Chicago Cubs. Because guess what? The Chicago Cubs, they know how to, you know, mess stuff up. So, you know, Chris Bryant. Guess what? I really liked him on the New York Giants. He played well for him. Anthony Rizzo looked good in the Yankees uniform. Javi Baez. Looked a lot better in a Mets uniform with Francisco Lindor. I think he's going to resign there anyway. But, um, yeah, they sucked. I don't like Patrick Wisdom. I yes. mean, apparently he's going to be like a White Sox killer. But, uh, no, they sucked. They got the prediction right. Yeah, I'll just go to my number three because you already talked about him. Cincinnati Reds. Guess what? Another code prediction. I got this division on lock, except for, you know, I messed up the next one. But 
Cincinnati Reds, great team. Jonathan India, probable NL rookie of the year. I don't know. He has Trevor Rogers to deal with. Good team, good hitting. Fix a little bit of the bullpen. Maybe get a starting pitcher. I don't know. Luis Castillo started off terrible. Ended really well. Fun team. They were in the wild card race for a little while. But uh, a scorching hot team took them out. Charlie, and I think you had them in your number two spot. No, I had the Brewers in my number two spot. Same here. I said I love Kesson Shira. Hopefully Yelich can bounce back and didn't. I don't know. I don't know what it is with Yelich, man. Everybody loves him, but he's just not doing what he should be doing. I said Lorenzo Cain is still there. They got some young decent guys like RCA Colton Wong. Obviously Colton Wong and you know, just obviously just like no. Their team was there. They didn't need them. They got Willie Adamas in uh just trade deadline, right? That was a trade deadline acquisition. Yeah. Um, a little before. Yeah, a little before. Um, and I said the best part about the Brewers is they literally make pitchers. Woodruff, Burns are great. Uh, one of the best bullpens in the league, and they can definitely get second. But I picked the Cardinals at first because they were the popular choice. And I said the thing with them is they're just decent, and they even got better in the offseason with Arenado. I said big four of Tommy Edmond, Paul DeYoung, Paul Goldschmidt, Arenado is nasty. And I said they still have Yadier Molina. I said the pitching is decent as well, but the Brewers completely overtook them. So. Mm-hmm. Joy. Same thing. I just said, like, they don't have that much offense with the Brewers. Great pitching, obviously. They had they got added more to Rodriguez, but still not enough offense. Hopefully, Yelich comes back. I really like that dude. He's a cool dude. He had some back issues, and then he had to change his swing. Hopefully, he comes back better than Cardinals. I mean, I think you saw the Cardinals at their best in, like, their insane winning streak at the end of September to clinch that wild card spot. They were good. I don't know how much you can add, just kind of retain your pieces, maybe add like a few guys. I think you know they did sign a new session. Never mind, just retain your pieces. And I was Charlie. Number five, I had the Colorado Rockies, I believe. So did I. Uh it Trevor wasn't even that bad. They weren't. They were actually fourth, but uh, Trevor Story is going to leave them. They did CJ Crone. Great guy yeah. here. He was Break good. Out. But uh, <sighs> cool. You play at yeah. Coors, so bombs away. Number 14, try. I had the D-backs. So did I. I mean, they suck. They suck. I said their pitching Marte. is a bit better. And Catal Marte, exactly what I have. There you go. Like, only bright spot on this team now. He is a stud. I mean, he kind of missed a lot of games, but in the games he played, was a stud. But honestly, Charlie, again, they're a boring team. I mean, I don't like Chase Field. I don't like Chase Field. You got to say it. I think, I think it's just eh. And since they sucked, I never once thought to myself, let me watch the Diamondbacks. No. You know the only reason – I ever listened to like Diamondbacks news near the trade deadline. I don't know if you remember this, but they're like, it was against the Padres and they pulled Eduardo Rodriguez. Yep. And people like, Eduardo Rodriguez is getting traded. Eduardo Escobar. 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 My bad. Rodriguez is on, he's a free agent. Escobar. They pulled him. And Bob Nightingale is like, oh, he's getting traded tonight. And we're like, oh my God, did they trade for him? Did they trade for him? No. No, they didn't. Yeah, we went to the Brewers. 
I was so hyped. I'm like, oh my god, they pulled them out of the game in like a close game too. But what are you going to do, Troy? My number three team. I got I got the top of this division completely wrong. I had the Giants. It's not you just got this top of the division wrong. It's every single person. And this is where I want to spend a lot of time on is this Giants team. I, we both said that they're always kind of in there and they're always decent, but they just completely exceeded everybody's expectations. I said, I, I said, I actually like the Giants for this year. They got some fun players, still got some decent young guys from their good years, like Buster Posey, Brandon Crawford, and Brandon Belt. I said, uh, Mike Yaz is an exciting player. I said, Tommy Lostello leading off pitching wise. Gosman is good. Cueto, DeStefani. I was just like, they're going to be good, but they're not going to be this good. 107 wins in the 55 losses. What about, it was just, it's so weird because you read their lineups and you're still kind of like, who is that? How did he get there? You're, you're like, I don't know this guy too well. Donovan Solano, Darren Ruff. I mean, Austin Slater, Wilmer Flores. I know I remember Flores from the Mets. But Zidane, a big player, Logan Webb, a really big pitcher in the playoffs. Camilo Doval, another good uh, bullpen arm that uh, kind of showed up. Um, Alex Dickerson, you know. Is it Alex or is it Alex? Alex. It is Alex, yeah. Um, it's just these guys that just – were they were consistent too. Like Darren Ruff in the regular season. It, it's some it, – it's crazy. I mean – it, there's just such an interesting team. And this team does what we love, a great stadium in a great area, fun players, underrated players. We, we hate on other teams for not having this. And the Giants have it. Going into the season, I'm like, they have everything, but they're not really that good. Now they have everything. They're really good. Will they show that next year, though, Zanon? Uh, it'll be interesting because now Joey Bart, one of the top prospects, has to step up. Obviously, Buster Posey announced his retirement. Had a great year, but, you know, just he felt it was the right time. Good job to him. Probably a Hall of Famer. Yeah. Joey Bart season. And, Charlie, I just have to talk about one dude. Late night Lamonte. I mean, this is – I've heard someone coin it as, like, the new money bowl. They went with full pinch hitting, you know, platoon guys. Darren Ruff only plays against lefties. Had an insane year. Lamonte. Wilmer Flores, he kind of was an everyday, but Austin Slater, like putting these guys in each position, not having an everyday guy, but switching them around. And then all of their offseason, like additions, like Jake McGee, um, Descofani, Alex Wood all showed up, and then Logan Webb, an ace in the postseason, a stud. Number two, Charlie, I did get them right. Obviously, I had the number one team round, but I had the Dodgers, number two. Did you too? No. This team, man, it's just like, it's so weird. Like, the Padres, I just can't even wrap my head around how disappointing they were. I'm skipping the Dodgers because everyone knew that they would be good. The Padres with a losing record? Say goodbye to Jace Tingler. Say hello to Bob Melvin. That's a great ad. And he better get those players in check. Tatis has got to stay healthy. You have these guys, man. You have the outfield. You got Joe Musgrove. You got Blake Snell. You had Darvish. None of them 
were really that good. None of them were as good as I thought they would be, which is kind of and actually really disappointing because I love them. Now it's like, you guys suck. Like, you should be so much better. I, I don't even like them anymore. I, like going into the season, I was like, I really like the Padres, but I don't know what it is. Their vibe just completely shut off. I'm like, you're finishing this with a losing record, and I hate Manny Machado, by the way. Getting into fights in the dugout, come on. This team is just, it was a mess at the end of the year, but they have Bob Melvin, and they still have, they have a really, really good team still. Yeah. Their core is good. They're, they're young. They're really, really young. I think they'll be, they'll be there for a while, and I still want a White Sox-Padres World Series. But Zidane, what went wrong, what went wrong for San Diego? I mean, it's that pitching, really, because you have at first you're like, wow, we have so many guys. We can't even fill a rotation. End of the season, injuries. I mean, you had Blake Snell, did not pitch well. Like, first, it was super interesting. If you look at his home and away splits, night and day. He was great at home. Like, I mean, he was Carlos Rodon with, like, 20-plus pounds, 20-20. Like, Gio Gonzalez type dude. Like, Ronaldo Lopez. He sucked away. You Darvish started to struggle. Joe Musgrove was really the only offseason. was, like, pretty good, pretty consistent. Chris Paddock, he sucked. He was terrible. And then just nothing really worked out. Tatis, when he was healthy, obviously was a stud. Manny Machado had a pretty good year, but I mean, you have all these pieces. They just didn't work well together. And it'll be interesting if they add anybody or I don't know. I don't think they have to retain anybody really. Just let's see if they add maybe an outfield to replace Tommy Pham. But other than that, Troy, what a disappointing year by them. But hey, 2021 season, it's over. It was good. I guess we'll have to tally up later about how each of us did with the division predictions. One more thing about the Padres before we close this out. Their pitching will be back next year because they got Mike Clevenger, remember? Didn't play this year. Mackenzie Gore, another young player. Like, they have no excuses. They have zero excuses for their pitching rotation to not be really, really good, to not have four out of five spots. That are consistent. They got to get them consistent because Darvish was really good in 2020 and just did not show for the Padres this year. And the Dodgers obviously didn't surprise anybody. Uh, it was just the Giants who surprised. You know, Dodgers are good, except in the playoffs. I mean, they just couldn't uh, get past the hot Braves. That's the season, man. That's those are the divisions. Uh, it's much like a deep breath for both of us right now. Amazing season to watch. It's so much more different when your team is actually good. Like, you are so invested in every single team. And this is the first full season of us doing this podcast. It was super-duper fun. Talking about a good team every week was just so fun. Zav, I'm gonna, I want to go back to one day. I was – we were, we're going to record the podcast. And this is, by, this is, like, close to the Mariners series. Remember after the A's? We're like, how are we going to do this? Like – we, we did, like, multiple podcasts a week. Do you, you remember this day, right? We were both talking on the phone for, like, two hours trying to plan. And then we just came up, all right, every Friday, we'll, we'll do that. And then it changed to, every you know, every Saturday, every Sunday, whatever. Once a weekend, basically weekend. what it was. And it, and it worked out. It's fun. And uh, more offseason means more creativeness. And uh, who knows, man? We still have a good amount of stuff. You, we have awards. 
uh, we do have White Sox awards as well to go over. You know, Dallas Keiko Gold Glove tonight. Oh yeah, yeah. And uh, my prediction for uh, Dallas Keiko was not too good, but we'll get into that next episode. Uh, we, we're we're going to tease that, but Zon, any final thoughts about this season? Uh, it was a fun one. You know, I guess I'm just talking about the most recent White Sox news. Carlos Rodon did not get the qualifying offer. So I think mainly you're hoping that that means an extension is in the works so they didn't feel the need to. But, uh, Charlie, Carlos Rodon hopefully back. And then, um, you know, hopefully by uh, December, I guess. I don't know when, but Hopefully, I can buy a Marcus Simeon jersey. I mean, yeah. technically, I could buy a throwback one, but uh, I don't know if they ever made those. But uh, hopefully, you know, we'll have a Marcus Simeon signed jersey. I don't know. I don't know what I'm talking about. Hopefully, hopefully. Like, dream scenario. Nick Castellanos, Marcus Simeon signed yeah, White Sox no. jerseys on that wall. Hope Jerry nice. says neither. Jerry says, how about I get neither of them and I get Avisil Garcia in right field? That's what he's going to do. But we will have more of our, you know, off-season plan idea in the next few episodes. But, uh, yeah, it'll be interesting. It was a fun season. Division predictions. Thank you, guys.